What is going on and welcome back to another episode of Creative Digest where we sit down and we talk with other creators and creatives and talk about their processes and their experiences. We're back. We are back. We are so back and it is actually officially season three. We're back in season three now. Season three, episode one. God. You want to tell them about the special location right, right now? I think so. And, and honestly, I think it would be better spoken by our guest. Today, we are joined by a very special guest, somebody who is a little bit further away from us than Cincinnati, Ohio. And that excites me because we have a lot more of these guests coming on in the coming weeks. And so with that, we are joined with Ben Miller. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm just so excited that you're on. I'm, I'm really like I'm really looking forward to this because it's pretty new to me at first, like talking English into a microphone and not <laughs> mm-hmm. it up. I hope it's okay to swear on this. Yeah, it's all right. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to just beep it. Yeah, yeah. Like afterwards, I'll just record a little weep, and then you put it like... Yeah, and that we're there. actually going to take that exact bit and put it over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so as That's you can tell, um, you know, Ben has a little bit of an accent. Um, where, where are we at in America. right now? Yeah, where are we at right now? Uh, I, I can welcome to you to the, to, the great, to the great country of Germany. Yeah. Woo! Ashton and I are studying abroad in Munich for the summer, uh, and we're lucky enough to be working with M94.5. Uh, check it out if you're in America. Go to their website. Um, you'll be able to hear all of our awesome work that we'll be putting out here. Yeah. Um, a lot of it you might not be able to understand for our American audience because, well, it is in German. But that's okay. M94.5.de. D-E, right? Dot D-E. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For Deutschland, you know, the German name of Germany. I love that. Instead of dot com, <laughs> you just have a dot D-E. And I think that's exciting. I mean, we are, I mean, ju- we've been here for a week, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we've already learned so much about um, the culture as much as we can, mm-hmm. obviously. And even more so, I feel like we've gotten to know some people. Yeah. Yeah. Ben being one of them. And we're, we're, we're super excited that that you're on um, yeah I'm, I'm pretty excited to be on myself because like it's it's pretty wild to to have people like you i mean people from america like people, people like, like you <laughs> like i mean i don't want to like step too, too much into it r- r- right now at the beginning directly but but i think it's it's pretty wild because i'm, I'm getting in contact with many things from from america hmm. with like movies with with podcasts with everything like media happening in america is also happening in germany but like from a listening standpoint wow. and so i i think it's pretty pretty crazy to like or pretty like nice to have you actually you guys actually here to produce culture like this but no i love that no that's a great i mean we might as well Mm. just jump right into it we have such limited time today so aiden what what are are some things that um have been exciting you but then some things that are exciting you uh about the the creative culture uh that it seems to be very prevalent here in in Munich, Germany. Well, I'll start off with where we're at right now. We are working at a studio. Studio, ugh, man. Studio. Student. <laughs> Stud- Sorry. Yeah, uh. we're in a studio. We're at a student radio station. Um, like I said earlier, M ninety four point five. Um, coming into it, um, I know we kind of Ash and I didn't really have a much of an idea of what we would be doing. Um, here as American interns. Um, obviously a lot of challenges to go with. Of you know, language barrier. Uh, neither one of us has been to Europe before. Um, so we come to you know, we come to work. We learned that every day we're going to be meeting new people, mm-hmm. which has been very exciting because we get to hang out with cool people like Ben every day. And um, like you were saying is we just get to meet so many creative people here. They um, do so much for social media content, news, politics, things like that. And it's honestly very inspired. Um, I know we've been working a lot every day. Um, yeah. And we were talking earlier. It really forces us to be creative. And as you know, people who work in a creative field, yeah. uh, very good to kind of sharpen that blade a little bit and every day making new content. 
literally. Yeah, it's it's wild because like, especially you you meet the people in this creative like context. You the people you meet here are here because they want to be creative. You don't meet them like I don't know in a bar or something where they, where they just want to hang out. So so re you really get like much of that creative input and output. Also like everything like being mm -hmm. happening here right in the studio or like in our uh, in our rooms. So yeah yeah. Yeah, and, and and kind of going off of both of those, I've noticed it, it's just uh, the energy, and, and I don't know really how to describe it other than exactly that, you know, like, you walk in here every single morning, and for us, we're here every morning yeah. for mm -hmm. 10 hours a day, yeah. and somehow every single day feels fresh, it feels exciting, and I think that's just because of the energy that other people bring to this idea of creativity yeah yeah i'm yeah, um, yeah if you want sure yeah no i was gonna say i know ashton and i every time we leave the office uh every afternoon we're like wow that did not feel like a 10 hour day yeah walking out at six uh to get <laughs> under the bus home and we're like okay well we're gonna go home and then be right back at it again in the be morning right back at <laughs> yeah we'll be morning. talking about uh every morning we have to have topics on what we want to do for our show segment Uh, throughout the day and we'll be you know walking home like okay well let's start thinking of topics for the next morning yep. yeah yeah because it, it, it's something that we uh honestly i wish we did do over in the states or or in something that i think we're going to bring back perspective slash culture wise yeah. is this idea of forcing yourself into a space of creativity And, you know, you do it really, really well, Ben, but as well as other people here, they, they have such a um, clear vision or uh, a clear drive and motive for creating. And, and yeah. I think, it, but it only comes from the discipline of showing up every day and just doing. And I love that. Yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoy it too because, like, not from a, not only from a standpoint from myself, like from from me going in here and knowing, like, okay, I'm I'm going in here and then I know I'm just gonna be creative for the next I don't know 10 hours or something with one hour lunch break, but I'm creative there too. So, right. Yeah, and um, and I think it's like the, the the big part is that there are other people around you, and and you're like you're really like getting into this flow of people like walking around you, like like walking beside you, saying like, hey, how about that, and how about that, and how about that, and and By that you create, you you create yeah a really special in, thing. an atmosphere yeah. right yeah. and we've talked about it before on the podcast yes. of culture right the yeah. idea of culture which yeah. you have here is a very creative culture and culture is set by what you tolerate and by what you celebrate and yeah. you guys don't tolerate laziness you don't tolerate um, hate you don't tolerate you know um, inclusivity you you or exclusivity yeah, you, 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 you you encourage inclusivity you encourage creativity and uh, you you celebrate that and i think everybody here feels like their ideas are valid their ideas are um valuable yeah. and because of that it forces people to bring like i said this excitement yeah. and um i don't know i just i just really love that well for me like i said earlier we came into this not really knowing much <laughs> of what we'd be doing or who would be meeting um only so much information we could pull from the website um because it is in german <laughs> Um, Google Translate only helped us so much on that. But the thing that surprised us the most are the people that we were working with. We you didn't expect to be working with people our age, but more so we didn't we expect to be people working with people who have years and years and years of broadcast yeah. experience and you know um, experience in you know different media fields, mm -hmm. but yeah. here in Germany. So tell us a little bit about like what you're studying as a student. Yeah, like I'm studying as a as a student. I'm doing like cultural studies, so it kind of meets like 
the whole uh, part with the culture. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then like in the beginning of the semester, um, I was like thinking around because like cultural studies is not the field you study and then you directly have a jo job afterwards. Like if you're studying IT, I don't know, you go to Google, Apple, Facebook, whatever, yeah. and then just program stuff. And so I started like looking around for stuff because I always had this, what we talked about now already, like this creative blip in the back of my mind. And I was like, I think maybe here I can like live it out. I can like fully like embrace this part of my character. And yeah, and that's at first cultural studies is the thing I'm studying. And yeah. that's, yeah. No, and I, I, I really like that. And I think that uh, that is something to note here is that 90% of the people that work here aren't studying broadcast or aren't studying uh, uh, filmmaking. And uh, a lot, the majority of the people here are studying physics, are studying cultural studies, are in business, are in uh, history even. And so with that, it, it makes it really fascinates me and it kind of takes me back to the reason that Creative Digest was created. And Creative Digest, which is this show, it, uh, was made for the sake of everyone is creative. Yeah, The people we mm -hmm. bring on to this show is not just creative in the arts, in which yeah. a lot of the people we bring on are, including you guys. But I think a lot of the thing that you bring, the thing that they bring, but the yeah. thing that you know we hope this show brings is... It doesn't matter if you're a business major, you're yeah. still creative. Yeah. And yeah. we want to yeah. help you pull that out. And I think that like that's what's so exciting here is like you you guys yeah. and I think you even in particular, you know, whenever we talk to you, you know, you find a really interesting way of pulling out creative uh, yeah. the, that creative attribute in both yourself and in other people. Yeah, I yeah. know, because we were super surprised to come here and you know, we're learning like, oh, you take cultural studies. Um our boss Philip is a Physics, uh, getting yeah. his doctorate, doctorate in physics. In physics. Yet we get to see how like you mastered these skills of you know journalism and broadcast and have such a successful show with so much happening going on yeah. throughout the day with all the different um, segments that you go through, the full two-hour production later on. So seeing how you guys have built that up and have everything working together so yeah. um, in such a good process was fascinating for us and so inspiring to see on the first few days of everything coming together at the very end yeah. and you know going through all the meetings and talking to each other and getting ideas out yeah, yeah. it's i mean it's fascinating for me to like like look at you coming here with with like what what creativity is for you because like you you just mentioned that like um creative everyone's creative but like everyone's creative in like a different direction because like like everyone has these different characters and and everybody has like a different like direction where they want to go into like some people are more like i, I want to make like sports journalism or something because i feel like i can i can like embrace my creative urge there like more and i'm like i don't know i want to like do more of the comedy stuff because i don't know the world is cruel or something but i mean <laughs> yeah it's just like it's 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 fascinating for me to have like with you two people like like really someone here who like thinks about like what makes us creative and like doing a podcast even about it is like it's it's wild to me. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I think that is that does fascinate me. Like that's the type of stuff that I I think about. That's the type of stuff that you know we try to talk about. Is what are those little niches of of creativity of of art of of passion? Because I think a lot of it, and you see it so much in this city, is art is what inspires people. 
art and creativity is is a driving force. It is uh, the reason that people go and make money. It's to go witness art. It's to experience art because art is the only thing in the entire world that can capture and reshare emotion. And yeah. I love that. And it doesn't matter what it is. If you're a sports broadcaster, you're capturing the emotion and the atmosphere of a sporting event. Or if you are a photographer, you're capturing and you're, you're, you're grabbing that moment and freezing it and, and, and sharing it and rebroadcasting it. And I think that's so, there's something so valuable about that. And I think that brings me to, Ben, what is, what is that, that, like, that like form of creativity, that, that thing that inspires you? And I know that's such an ambiguous question, yeah, yeah. so like, you can a- answer it however you want. But, you know, is there... Is there a thing. What makes sparked. Ben feel? <laughs> oh, there are certain things that make me feel. Um, no. <laughs> hey, yo. But, <laughs> this podcast got wild pretty quickly. No, um, I don't know. I, I think there was there was like a turning point when I was 16 or 17, when I was like, um, I mean, you, you had it in, in the US, it was like 2016 with like the whole Trump thing and everything. And like, like politics really came into my like life mm-hmm. and like always reading the news every day and updating everything and and at one point um maybe I should say it before like if I'm talking about cre- creativity I'm talking a lot like about comedy and yeah. and that's like and and when when this whole like I watched the news every day and I was like sad pretty pretty much all the time and then and then at one point I was like I started watching stand up comedy and it's, it was just like a random youtube video which was recommended to me and then and then, yeah, I think this was the spark, like that, that lit in this moment. Because from that day on, I, I I started to view the world like from a different angle, and that that was exactly what what you just described with this. I watched this this form of art, this form of okay, now we take this serious world and then we make jokes about it, and and maybe in these jokes there's something serious to learn about the world. And then and and when I like realized that, or when I learned that, I, I started like viewing the world from a different angle. And so so it's not like only uh, not, not only did the did watching creative stuff influence my creativity, but it inf- influenced my whole like perspective on the world, and that's something I, I think creativity can do not only in stand up comedy, but in in every niche and in every branch. I think. Yeah, everybody needs a good laugh every once in a while, especially yeah. with you know everything that goes on in the world. And I mean, like yeah. that's one thing that I love about like what goes on here is like it's long days everybody works so hard to produce the best thing possible i'll go through and i'll listen to the show as it goes on at the end of the day and just hearing all the amazing things that you know people have made in such a small amount yeah. of time from coming up with a concept at the very beginning of the day getting professional interviews recording editing and getting it out at a very hard deadline to produce such an amazing show really just blew my mind and it's so inspiring as somebody who works in the creative field of just seeing everybody work so hard to make the best possible product. But then on top of that, having just a great work culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, everybody having fun, laughing at lunch, everybody's making jokes and having just a good time and then coming right back to work and working their hearts out. Yeah, and I I do enjoy that. And you you mentioned stand-up comedy. So would you say that is... um, kind of a, a field that you you've explored is that a field you want to go into have you done stand-up comedy i mean um, like it's a pretty interesting date to uh, talk about this because one week from now and a few days like ne- fr- friday next week i'm gonna perform like stand-up comedy in my hometown like Whoa. for just a little like i don't know like 20 30 people or something can we come watch you can surely come watch. And uh, every listener who wants to like come, I don't know when you release this, but you can take the plane from the US and then just come here to watch <laughs> me doing stand-up comedy for the first time. But like I've, I haven't like 
I haven't had the experience of actually going on a stage like wow. to to an audience, which like I I, I don't know before because yeah. like often I I did stuff um, in front of audience I know like in front of friends in front of like people I know like around corners I don't know how you call it George <laughs> yeah <or something>. <laughs> you, you just like and uh, no I'm so yeah I think it's a field like and maybe the, the this radio station here like was an argument was the reason for it that that I felt like this urge of okay now I like. Now that I'm in this comedy radio station feel like I want to look at how you can do comedy somewhere else. And mm -hmm. so so I think, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure stand-up comedy is going to be something I'll I'll do at least for a few months now. And maybe, yeah. I don't know, we'll talk in three years and I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. I don't know. I hope so. I really yes. hope that this is the first <laughs> official interview uh, that, that Ben has as a stand-up comedian. And... So, so with that being said, is there like a particular stand-up comic that you kind of look up to, that you admire, uh, maybe their technique or even just their background? There are many, there are many, and uh, especially from the from the states because stand-up comedy in in the United States, mm -hmm. like it 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 works in a different like form than in Germany. Um, I, I think it just comes from different cultures, but uh, there are many I look up to. But I mean. Who I always found pretty funny is Ricky Gervais. I don't know if you know mm -hmm. him. He's he's a British comedian, and he's like, he's really controversial from time to time. But there are like these, and all of those comedians are. Yes. Yeah, all all of those are. But but like uh, from time to time, he has this like pretty like well perceptions of the world, and the, the, and he really like he mirrors it in his stand up comedy. And so I really look up to this particular point of stand up comedy, not being just like jokes and jokes all the time on the stage but like jokes commenting on on particular like problems in the world we have mm. or or not problems i mean uh, 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 great things in life and so this is like ricky gervais is like one of those guys who like really does it in a good way and also at the golden globes he like uh, i don't know he roasts all the actors there so <laughs> which is <laughs> really which is like hilarious him. yeah it's yeah. pretty hilarious you gotta watch it but yeah um that's a guy i look up to. i love that yeah or one of them mm -hmm. I mean, it's one of those things of just stand-up comedy it, as its own form of just media content of, you know, you take the world as a whole and, you know, you're able to just make people laugh, you know. Yeah. Um, and like Ashton was saying, I really hope this is uh, the first interview with Ben. <laughs> um, I think that'd be a very cool flex in like yeah, 10 years. We're like, this was the first episode of any podcast he was on. Um, yeah. We get the bragging rights so, for that. Yeah, and so you're welcome. So are you going to be doing... Your stand-up bit in German, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so I, we'll be able to understand it for sure. Oh, 100%. I mean, I mean, I can I can go on stage and then like uh, have have like little sheets of paper like <laughs> yeah, for, for subtitles and I just, I just like or I just give you like like have a little piece of paper like like I, I just send you the PDF and then you can like Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Through it. Well, something that our viewers are definitely wondering is like, wow, uh, how long you've lived in Germany your whole life? Correct? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're probably like like Man, his English is so good. I mean, <laughs> we're having no trouble understanding. Right. I mean, that's been one of the biggest uh, shocks for us is how well everybody speaks German. And I've had conversations with people we how work well with. How speaks German? Or, sorry. Uh, I hope yeah, they speak German. They speak, they speak good German. That's German. My bad. Thanks for catching me. I didn't even realize. Um, English. Yeah, how well everybody speaks English. I yeah. really hope they speak German well. Um, 
And for me, it's like, I'll be talking to people and they'll be like, I'm sorry, my English isn't very good. And I'm like, well, I can understand everything you're saying and it's like grammatically correct. So don't worry. So a little bit of context. I mean, how long have you been learning it Mm -hmm. though? I mean, we start learning in like third grade, but only like the easy stuff. Like I can say this wall is green. I mean, I can't even say this wall, but I can just say like green, red, blue and everything. And then you just like go on learning it um, till you're at least until 10th grade and then afterwards also. But I haven't like learned much English in school. And it's like with many other people I went to school with, it wasn't like this. they, They just started like when they were... I don't know, 13, 14 years old, they just started watching Netflix or they, they came in contact with like certain YouTubers, which were from America. So many people, yeah, and many people started learning it from, from there. And there are many, like in, in Germany, many movies get like, uh, they, they get like translated to German with like actual like German voice actors mm-hmm. uh, speaking. But many people, many German people say they don't re- even want to hear, like listen to it. They just want to listen to the original yeah. because it works better. So... So yeah, it's not only coming from school, but yeah, I mean there are there are many English like speaking people, especially from uh, among us students. Um, yeah, I mean anybody who we've had to encounter or yeah. or interact with, yeah, interact with on a daily basis is is fully fully English speaking, and I kind of feel selfish sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. like we come yeah. in here speaking English and. You guys adapt so well to us, and we have such a hard time adapting to you. Do you do you kind of feel some of that uh, animosity, or I I don't think I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's like for me, it's fascinating to like speak English again because like understanding English is not that big of a problem. But like I, I'm I'm not often in like there there are not not many occasions to speak English because like with with most of my friends I talk in German because right, right. I'm from Germany, yeah. um, and I don't feel like I mean I think this feeling you like many people have this feeling here like of all right nice that there are now like americans are now here so i can like train my english and i mean you just you just told us that that like people always say like am i my english is so bad my english is so bad so there's this urge of like i want to i want to like speak better english and so i think you you evoke those feelings more like not in a bad way but like in a like really certain good way that the people think like all right that's reassuring yeah (laughs) and i mean we fully understand because i mean before everything of us coming to Germany, like we knew in advance, so we start, you know, trying to learn as much we can, but we can only learn like, you know, so much vocab yeah. and it's yeah. kind of, it's, you know, it's hard learning a new language, yeah. especially when you're trying to, you yeah. know, in a, a few German months. Especially, yeah. Yes. And, and I would say we though, we learned, we've learned more mm-hmm. German yeah. living here for the yeah. last week and yeah. some yeah. change. Uh, than we ever did on Duolingo. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, we do love Duolingo, but they're not a sponsor, not so we don't have to be that. We don't have to <laughs> yeah, be we, that nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, because we, we we learn the most useless words. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. It's like I don't need to know the word for wine. Yeah. Wine. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's true. not what I need to know. I need to know. I, I feel like I need to know how to get around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like I wish I would have known the names of the train stops. Yeah, like I feel like that would have been way more valuable to me. Yeah, sure, sure. That I think that's a that's just a struggle with like Duolingo, which was like always, it has this it has a weird approach on how to tell you like or like on how to train you in languages. Yeah, and and it's I don't know. I'm, I mean, I think you learn a lot of a language not only in Germany but especially in Germany, like just like with this while you're getting around and yeah. while you're learning to get around you you actually start to like get around better. Yeah, you figure out what you need to say and and whatnot. So we come up on the last 10 minutes of this episode. What would you say is the creative culture here in Germany? Like, what is 
kind of from your perspective, and because we've kind of touched on ours, but what is your perspective of like, this is American creativity and this is German creativity, or is is it is it all just creativity? Are they more the same than they are different? Yeah. Well, I think it's it's it, it depends because like from a from a from the, the standpoint of like or from the point of of how how an audience perce- perceives your creativity, especially in stand up com- uh, comedy, there's a big difference between American comedy and German comedy. Um, like like from the perspective from the I don't know from how quick people start to laugh or how long people laugh and everything. There are these these certain details where it's where it's different, but but in the end, I mean, hmm, I have to think. Um, <laughs> it's it's a big question. Sure, but, yeah. But I mean, I mean, what, what do you think? Like, what, what do you think of of like? Do you think there's a big difference? Do you, do you really uh. think there's like this German creativity and this American creativity, or is like? One creativity, but like the Americans like take this thing out and the Germans take this thing out of. I don't think it's I mean, more like picking and choosing. I feel like the way ideas are like shared, like through conversation, things like that, it's very, very similar, you know, um, of trying to build other people's ideas up, you know, give constructive criticism and just try to make the best thing possible. Like we talked earlier, um, we were going around and like seeing a bunch of the different art features, things like that. Yeah. Um, and you can see a lot of different similarities. However, it's, I feel like, the culture around mm-hmm. us is so different, and that's what makes it super yeah. exciting for mm-hmm. us to be here. Mm-hmm. Of seeing, you know, different architecture. We went to. Um, I'm not going to even try to pronounce the museum's name because I will mess oh, it up. Oh yeah, I've been very bad at pronouncing German words. What the museum that was by where we had tunics? Uh, I don't know. I okay. wasn't there to stay. Oh, I, uh, never mind. Well, never mind. Besides the point. Um, <laughs> so it's one of those things of just having this new lens to like see yeah. the world around us. And I'll let you continue on with. Yeah, I think that's the best perspective. I think that's well. I think that is the word is is perspective. I think yeah. that creative people are more similar than they are different. Well, yeah. it doesn't matter where you're from. Yeah. Whether you're from America, whether you're from Indonesia, whether you're from Germany, right? Like, yeah. I think creative people are the same. Yeah. Because every single person, no matter who you are, no matter what language you have, has a desire to feel expressive. Yeah. Right. And so with that being said, that form of expression is where it kind of shifts a little bit. And that only changes because of cultural upbringing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that's exactly what. Yeah. That's exactly the point that, that I thought about just. But, but I mean, the, the, the one big part like is the expression. But, but I think about but I also think like about like you, you can also find differences in, in the perspective because you have like different things to to stand upon. Like if I joke about like how ugly German houses are, then <laughs> I'm joking about another ugliness. Then if you say I don't I like hate American architecture. So, so I think like the. The, the ground or something like that that one's different but the creative process to mm-hmm. like go to these expressions this this is the same like yeah. this that, that's the same I think yeah I think that was perfectly said <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally agree. <laughs> so I kind of just blanked on my next question uh, but that's totally fine <laughs> what kind of I feel like the audience needs to know what's the best thing to eat in Munich Germany oh that's oh, or, Jesus Christ! You have to speak questions today. Bavaria. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, w- one great thing is the Weißwurstfrühstück. Um, it's a pretty easy word to pronounce. Weißwurstfrühstück. Weißwurstfrühstück. It means like white sausage. Uh, yeah, the, the white sausage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, did yeah, try yeah. that. Yeah. D- did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yes. But yes. doesn't Weißwurst just transfer or translate to white sausage? It, kind of. I mean, it, it depends because there are certain other like. 
white sausages, oh, okay. what, what, where, which you don't call Weisswurst. It's a, it's a really certain like Bavarian and like Southern okay. Bavarian thing. Um, but yeah, that that's a pretty good thing. Like you, you have to drink a Weiss beer to it, like okay, a beer, okay. like um, a pretty good beer, a Weizen, how we call it here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and then you have like I think you have a pretty good like Munich. Uh, culture experience right. in food. I love it. Mm -hmm. No, that's great. And we got put on to Spezi. Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. I don't think the world knows that that is a thing. Yeah. No one in America would know what that is. How would you describe Spezi? Spezi is one of the biggest inventions the German <laughs> no no not the Germans the, the humanity ever like since got. sliced it's, bread, honestly. Yeah, 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 it's like it's like the next level of of like beverages because spezi if i can explain mm -hmm. is like it's coca-cola mixed with orange juice or like uh, orange lemonade mm. like and they the two get mixed together and it's it's like it's a really niche thing because you only drink it in germany and even more so like only in bavaria because if you go to austria the country like just two hours from us they don't drink it they don't drink really? it like it's not a thing there it's like a really certain like munich and Bav like bavarian southern bavarian thing but it's great. I mean, you can try in America like to mix it yourself if you just like buy lemonade and then Fanta Coke and then yeah, yeah, and you get Fanta and Coke and then put the two together. But it's I mean, it's not the same. You really, yeah, have to come here and drink Spezi for yourself because it's. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I can't even describe it. You have to drink it yourself. So I feel like you're being the best spokesman for for Spezi yeah. right now. So. <laughs> not, not not sponsored. Not sponsored. Well, you guys are not sponsored by it. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we would have He's no complaints. Big dollars, <laughs> but it's you just, have to pay us to get a spot. No, no, it's just like a random choice that I have this Spezi T-shirt and those Spezi trousers and those Spezi shoes. No, no, that's just. No. <laughs> no, that's just the sponsorship. Yeah. That's uh that's it's perfect product placement. Yeah. So, do you have any like what what are what are some of those like preconceived uh notions on our form of uh, like and I guess more as a better question is what do you think our approach is to um the our creative infrastructure? You you mean like your to the American mm -hmm. infrastructure? Mm -hmm. Like Ooh, that's... I know that's such a big question, but no, no. But I mean, one thing like which is like certain like I mean, really a thing in in the American culture, especially like especially in work culture, is this is this idea of hustling? Is this idea mm. of like going into it and then fully embracing it? Like what you just like told like how we work here, it's not a thing like common like every day. Like it's 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 really like you you put it like to. You you have the certain time slots where you're like yeah and now I want to do this but it like it it more so like happens like while you're doing something you have fun you have fun with like mm -hmm. I played the piano for the last sixteen years and when I sit on the piano like I I may not be like in a mood to play it actually but then I start and then I like I get into this flow and it's not like this idea of okay now I'm starting to play the piano and now I'm going fully into it and I think it's the same with the creative process mm -hmm. in in America that is more like that in America you 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 really start into it with like this, okay, let's do this. And I think in Germany, it's more like fluent. Or I don't know. It's yeah. like, it's like, it, it just they, happens. Yeah. It just happens. Like yeah. you'd start and then that. after two hours, you're sitting there and you're like, the fuck we, we made so much good bullshit the last yeah. two hours. Yeah. And, and I don't yeah. think, yeah. And, and that is something we noticed is we were working yesterday. No, last week mm -hmm. we were working last Friday and we were just, getting stuff done like yeah. one thing after another one thing after another and it was like we actually somebody was like what are you doing 
And I was yeah. like, what do you mean? I was like, we're, we're working. Like, yeah. we're, we're here right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we should be, we're, we, we clock in, we clock out. We yeah. work until we're done. And they're like, no, like, no. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, like, just, yeah. that- we, yes, get your work done. Yes, like, do a job. But, like, don't kill yourself doing it. Yeah, and that's like I think that's written deeply into German work culture because like slow yeah. down. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's like that's like the key word. I mean, and seeing all of it has been extremely fascinating. Um, I know we have four more weeks here at the station, pretty right. much. Yeah, um, we're just taking a little bit of time also to do some studying at LMU here in Munich. Um, but we're super excited for all the time to come. Uh, ben, thank you for being on the show with us. You have been an incredible guest yeah. and incredible it was a pleasure. co-worker. It was a pleasure. <laughs> um, we, yeah, we, a can't, of... we can't wait to work with you. Exactly. Uh, continuing. And I can work waiting with them. Wait working with you. Now it happened. Now it happened. <laughs> the, English, the English mistake. My English is so bad. <laughs> I, uh, well, I've had no trouble um, understanding everything you've been saying, so I think it's pretty pretty spot on with That's it. Great. But yeah, you've been a phenomenal guest, um, phenomenal co-worker. Um, I know Ashton and I are very excited for the weeks to come and very excited for the content that is to come. But Most definitely. Please make sure that you go to the show notes below. You can find all of Ben's contact information in there. Do you have Instagram? Yeah, of course. You can find his Instagram in the show notes below as well. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube because season three is back and we are so excited to be Mm -hmm. in Munich, Germany. Check out the Creative Digest wherever you find any of your podcast needs, Spotify, Apple Playlist, or any other platform. And also make sure to check out M94.5 here in Munich. Instagram is M94.5 München, so please check it out. You'll see some of Ashton and I's work as we travel here in Munich. You want to sign us off the official M94 way? In German? Yeah, do it. All right. M94.5. Direkt von den Ohren in eure Münder. Perfect.